Hello, warriors and battle buddies. Welcome to A Battle Within, episode number 80. I'm Drew Neiman, and I'll be joined by my wife, Terry, the inspiration for the program, here shortly. A Battle Within is about our life experiences and those of our guests living with and healing from traumatic brain injuries with an emphasis on post-concussive syndrome, otherwise known as PCS. The conversations are real roar and uncensored from both the warrior and the caregiver perspectives. It is our desire that this platform be a useful way to create awareness around the invisible injury, and we aim to help those in the battle, whether that is you, the warrior, or you, the caregiver, by offering the stories and resources we have found. Today on A Battle Within, we sit down for another installment of Terry's Takes. But before we get to that, Warriors and Battle Buddies, you know we've spoken about Instacart in the past and the convenience of having groceries delivered right to our front door. Well, I'm happy to say that Instacart now has an offering for A Battle Within listeners where you can get free delivery on your first order. If you struggle like Terry does with the crowds, the noise, and the fluorescent lighting in the grocery stores, this is a no-brainer. Pun intended. Instacart can deliver in as little as one hour, and you can shop multiple stores on one order, including the big box stores and pharmacies. They even highlight deals to help you save money while working through placing your order. Be sure to click on the link in the episode notes to let Instacart know we sent you their way and to support the program. Instacart, never step foot in a grocery store again. Okay, so if you haven't listened to the episodes before, this is where I bring up three topics to Terry, and she offers her candid and immediate responses and thoughts on the topic as we discuss them for a bit. Today's installment investigates safe slash escape words, what you wish you knew prior to your injury, and five tips for living with your brain-injured loved one. Remember, we are not medical professionals. We are offering our own experiences, perspectives, and information we have learned via our own research along the way. Okay, here we go. Let's get after it with Terry. Terry, what's happening? What's happening, dude? <laughs> you know what today is? No, it's today. Today is another installment of Terry's Takes. Oh, no wonder why you're so oh, I love these giddy. episodes. <laughs> it's silly. I love them. I okay. Love them. Are you warmed up and ready to go? You got your thinking cap on? Yeah, because we just recorded an episode. So I'm warmed up. You're warmed up? Yeah. All right. So I want to remind everybody that all the... Uh, the links to the episode will be in, in the notes for anything we discussed today, right? Mm-hmm. So this, in case you haven't listened before, this is where I, I kind of drop three topics to Terry to get her perspectives of her opinions and learn from her experiences. Now, don't forget, we're not medical professionals. We're only offering our own experiences or thoughts are on a particular topic, all right? Here yeah, we go. And you drop them without, and I have yes, no Terry idea, has what, no idea what we're going to talk about. So they are as he gets, real. He likes to put me on the spot. Folks. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you can do it it's too. It's his own you know? little form of abuse. No, don't say that. I'll get in trouble. Don't say that. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. You ready? Here we go. Yeah. Terry's take number one. Okay. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. You're at a social event. 
you're starting to feel not so good. You want to go. Do you say pineapple? Meaning, do you have an escape word? Very rarely. Okay. But I, I, I used it more in the beginning, but now I am just very honest. I say, oh, I'm not feeling so good. I'm going to need to go. And then Why you not? Just, you just depart. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I've also heard, and this is kind of cool, I heard of a particular parent who was recovering with small children, young mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. who actually trained up the kids that when I say basically, I don't know what the word is, pineapple, that means that mommy is not in a good place right now. You need just to go somewhere and be quiet so I can recover. Excellent cues, use of the word. Cues oh. the kids in, yeah. Yeah, cues them in. It's an understanding, you know, and thing. you think that that uh, is a good uh, strategy? I, I think, think it's a good idea. I think whatever works. Yeah. And whatever people are comfortable. So if they're not comfortable just coming out and saying to people, maybe it's people that don't really know well, so they don't want to know that, and they're going to a place like where they're meeting new people. And they're more comfortable to not, not saying, why well, I'm, I feel tired or whatever. Then a cold word might be. A good thing. I am unbelievably thirsty. You can even have a phrase. <laughs> Okay. But here's my question though. I'm going to make fun now. Would you remember it? Well, that would come up. So it would have to come up naturally in conversations because I feel with, so I feel with code words that they have to flow and be a part. Because if you're sitting at, let's just say you're out at a fine dining restaurant, imagine this conversations flowing and you go pineapple. (laughs) People are like, you're weird. Yes. So, but if I said, I, Cannot believe, Drew, how unbelievably thirsty I am. Yeah. All right. Okay. I get what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That would come up. Yes. But that's what I'm saying. In addition to that, you might not remember the word pineapple. Right. By the time you, by the time it was time to Yeah, execute. I'd be like, what the frick code word did we discuss? Unless yes. we used it a lot. Right. Exactly. Any other any other strategies that you think it could work besides the parent? You could have a tap or like a touch that works. Like uh, that's a good idea. I looked like I picked something off your shoulder. That could be the code. Oh look, you got a little bit of yeah, lint on your shoulder or something like that. Yeah, I just lean over and yeah, take it off your shoulder. shoulder. Yeah, okay, that's a good strategy too. Like a little touch. Now, the reason I'm asking is because I think lots of people when they're starting to get back into socializing and things like that, they might. And you were too, where you weren't comfortable and you had to have an, an exit strategy, so right. to speak. You mm-hmm. know, so I don't think that's good. Anything you want to add on uh, on this topic before we move on? So you're in favor of a code work if whatever works for you. Yep. In your situation. Absolutely. Any, no final comments. We're good. Nope, we're good. All right. So it's on to Terry's take. I like when they're two. quick. What? Boom. That was quick. It's like, bam. Oh. Moving on. <laughs> Terry likes when we do 10-minute episodes when we're not talking to one of our guests. Italian New Yorker. Yes. Comes Let's get out. it done. Let's get it done. Boom. Yes. Yeah. All right. So here we go again. Terry's take number two. Here's the topic. What do you wish you knew about head injuries before your own? Now, this question I put out to the community a few weeks ago. And over 4,000 people responded. A couple of things I wish, like how prevalent it was. Okay. Would be one of the, like, I didn't know that. And 
what it may have looked like for my students that or athlete students in particular or in my emotional emotional support students so maybe i could have identified something else going on oh i get it so you wish you had a better understanding about all of this so i could have been a better you teacher you could have been a better teacher for them. wow that that is an amazing selfless perspective on all of this that's my perspective that is amazing thanks i'm i'm proud of you for that one that is <laughs> amazing you. yep. wow hmm. wow you blew me away there i don't know what else to say I think we just need to move on and tell you. You're so three. cute. Why? Why am I so you're cute? Like, you're really blown away. Yes. I, you know, most people, you know, like I said, there was over 4,000 people that responded to this. And I'm not picking on any of those people. That's not what I'm saying at all. No, no, of course right? not. But probably 3,900 of them that I read, it was about them themselves or their families, right? It wasn't about the children that they were going to teach. It wasn't like outside of that, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Well, give me some of their responses. I'm curious to, to well, know what people feel. Okay. Paul McMahon, who was recently on the program, mm-hmm. was one of those folks, and he speaks to it a little bit in episode 77. So you yeah. can go back and listen to that if you haven't already listened to that. But, but some of the themes were that I would go back and not make poor decisions to trust some other people to help me that actually didn't help me, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, good or one. the poor decision that I made would have led to something oh, like this. Absolutely. Right. So yeah. it was around bad decisions one way like or the next. that whole hindsight. Is 2020. That, yeah. Type, yeah. Other people want, you know, they talked about how they, they wish they, they understood that recovering or healing from this is is a forever thing it's not like something like you know your arm breaks yeah your cast comes off haven't discovered that along the way is rough right you know Mm -hmm. and a little pt and i'm good you know it's not the case in this situation another one was uh that they would be subtly different good one yes uh another one hard to put your finger on it subtle Yeah. yeah Another was a feeling of being left out by society, including the medical professionals that, that ran rampant. Yeah. That is I, rough. That is right. rough. That's, you know, and that's part of why we're doing this, right? Absolutely. Is, is to build a community and things like that. Mm-hmm. I guess the other big theme was about people didn't really understand how hard or wish they would have understood how hard the recovery and the healing process would indeed be. Right. You know? Yeah. That, was that kind of is a learning story. lesson for sure for yeah. this. Yeah, those are good ones. Yeah. I think they're very appropriate. Absolutely. Yeah. So before we move on, I want to say thank you to the, the close to 4,000 people last time I checked who responded to this yeah. on social media. So I appreciate you doing that. We do throw those questions out every now and then to the community. And, it, and it's really, really great to, to hear your perspective. So mm-hmm. everybody that got involved, we thank you for that. All right. It helps everyone to know and learn. From one another, right? Yeah. Okay. Terry's take number three. So this topic is five tips for dealing with your brain injured loved one. So this is a little bit more. And you want me to give them? um, No. No. I'm telling you what the five topics are. Oh, and then I just have to respond? Yes. That is so much better. Yes. I know. That's why I prepare. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This one I thought would be good to talk about. From the folks that are in a role similar to me, you know, the battle buddy, the, the caregiver, yeah, yeah. the support people, whatever you want to call it. 
So I came across this article. It was on the web recently. I like Battle Buddy. You do? I think so. Well, if you're always like trying to guess what to call it, I think you should just be consistent. All right. But, I will call but it we, Battle Buddy. You could have them all choose. That, you can have them do a poll. Oh, uh, the next poll? And then they could have, add their own option. Like you could have choices and then add the option. Or just put the question out and then I'm going to let them put the comments there. All right. Maybe I'll do that soon. Maybe I'll do that soon. But I do like Battle Buddies too. Because you covers warrior. Everybody. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because that covers everybody. could be your son. It could be your mom. Yeah. It covers everybody, right? Somebody Absolutely. that's standing and shoulder to shoulder with you in this cute. in this fight. It's all right, cute. I'm not into the cute part, <laughs> but I will let you have that. Okay, because you are half of this program, buddy. so we could be cute. Hi, my buddy. All right, <laughs> it's a good thing I'm editing this all out. No, you're not. So anyway, this article was written on moving towards better sight, and I would like to get your perspectives on this. Right, I will pass this article along as I noted earlier in, in in the notes for the program. Number one is, uh, do not discuss it in the morning, meaning anything of significance. What's your thoughts on that? Some people, I, I think the premise of the, the article was about that the warrior might be a little foggy, kind of getting up. Uh, mornings are bad, lots of time for people as they're getting ready for the day, and they can't really focus and all those types of things. How do you feel about that one? I always say that the morning is the worst time for me. And I'll give you an example. When we were going on vacation and you wanted to get on the road by like 7 a.m., but it takes me several hours. And so that would mean I would have to get up really early. I think you had said 5 a.m. Sorry. I think it was 5 a.m. So that would mean I would be up at. No, no, no. You were to get up at 5 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Which would mean that I would need to really get up at like 3 a.m. to be. No, we weren't leaving at 5 a.m. We were leaving at 7. I was suggesting you get up at 5 in order to be ready at 7. Now, mind you, folks, Terry had no problem prior to this injury getting up at 3 a.m. Oh, no, we did it all the the time. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. So I thought about that. I thought, oh, wow, that's, that's rough. So I, we we left more like 10 because yeah. it takes me a while. Yes. I got up at 7, but we, it was more like 10 because it just takes me up. a while. Yeah. I uh, And then to just immediately get up and get in the car and go for a long ride would be... Torturous. I would kill the whole vacation. So that wasn't going to happen. I had to actually be ready. So to have an actually conversation, if I immediately wake up and have a conversation and have to process something and hear something significant, I could do it more now than towards the beginning of the of the accident. But I would still say, give me a minute or check back in with me later and make sure I got it. So you agree that it's not a good idea to have conversations that hold significance in the morning until like kind of like the fog clears, so to speak. Yeah. And actually find the right parts of the day. You might be able to drop a nugget in there. Yeah. And then check back. Okay. Number two was to write it down and pin it up. You know, some big points in this section included uh, having a planner or notebook for doctor's appointments. The premise was if you want to get it done or you want it remembered, write it down. Smartphones are great for this. We've talked about this, but be careful. Be careful not to fall down the rabbit holes. Like if you're going to look for your calendar and you end up on Facebook or something. Right, Terry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you got to say on this one? 
I think I have to write down everything yeah. in order to remember it. I could have scheduled activities and events. It could be me being the host of it, but I don't remember what right. what I wrote, when it is, what's going on, unless I have it written somewhere and I could check back into my calendar. Yeah. If I have an appointment, I won't show up. Nothing. It's not there. I don't hold it there. I don't have my yeah. my work in memory. The calendar becomes dead. the brain, and we've spoken about this. It before. holds it there for yes. me. I'm not going to hold it there. I I just wouldn't be there. Yep. So I, I have see. to have a place to write it down. But you're right. The smartphone is a little bit of an addiction that I'll go. I mean, you know, that squirrel brain. I'll be like, oh, over here, look at that pretty shiny object. Oh no, wait. Look at that. Then I'll go, what was I doing? I don't right. know why I'm here. So I'm like, oh, wait, 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 focus. I, I, This is going on internally. I'm not actually saying this out loud, folks. So if you're pitching me saying it out loud, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all going on in my head. And then I go, oh, my gosh. Okay, just get that done and then put the darn phone down. And then I do that. Because then otherwise I accomplish nothing. Now, we've talked about this many times before. You can go back to the archives and learn a little bit more about this and the calendar and apps and all those things that are available. Mm -hmm. Still could be a struggle, though. The other thing, too, number three was do not wait. Do it now. If something comes up that you could do ASAP, just do it. Don't let things pile up. Well, I think that's important for anybody. Anybody, really. Eh. Yeah, because you were the one who always trained me when I was bad at this procrastination yeah. stuff yeah. prior to the TBI, yeah. you would say, if you, if you put your hands on it one time, like this will say mail, then you're either throwing it out, filing it, doing something with it. Don't touch it again. Right. Yeah. Like, like, like have, like, do you know how, how you used to say that? Cause yes. you said it better than I. You, just, you did a pretty darn good yeah. job of explaining it. Yeah. If you're going to address it, you address it fully. It's basically what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you feel pretty good about that one, no matter what, anyway. I think anyone should do that. All right. The other thing, too, that they suggest for for the folks who are in in the roles similar to mine, I think you called it a battle buddy. (laughs) (laughs) And you're dealing dealing with the folks who are brain injured is is to be gentle with your loved one. Losing your temper is... Is truly a bad thing, especially under these circumstances. It takes, you know, it's just draining. It's going to take a long time to get back from that. And even when you're angry, you must try to be gentle is a suggestion that they're making. And this is especially important. And I will say this from my own experiences too. It's especially important to do this when the warrior is in a place where they are struggling emotionally. Do you agree with that? Yes, because it can escalate really quickly then. Now, there's different scenarios for each person. Injury, mm-hmm. communication's to, key, though. I have to say that I can imagine how frustrating that must be to hear that as a battle buddy. Yeah. Because there are times where they just want to probably just let loose. It can be frustrating. Oh, yeah. It can be. Yeah. So I would say that they have to have an outlet. Yes. Which would be really important. You have to still take care of yourself and you have to have an outlet. Go take a walk. Go take a ride. Yeah. Go, go take know, a go run. Go to sport, go to jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. ride Something. your bicycle, run, go to the gym, read a book. It doesn't matter what it is. Get in your car, go f- scream. Yeah. <laughs> go, to, go to the lake and scream, right? <laughs> yeah. So 
you know, the kindness goes a long way. The communication mm-hmm. goes a long way. You agree with all of that? Yep. It's great that you're showing some understanding to the people that are in the shoes that I, I live in. So I appreciate that. Yeah. If you'd like to get some additional ideas as a battle buddy, go back and listen to episode number five for some additional ideas. Way back when, I kind of spoke to seven things and approaches that I took to help Terry out in this most recent injury that she had early on. So that'll give you, if you're kind of early on in a process, that'll probably give you some uh, additional information that'll help you there. Did I miss anything worth mentioning here, Terry? Before what's we the, put what's the title? Five tips for five tips for dealing with your brain injured loved one. You got a six tip, Terry. Yeah, I would say engage in activities that you know fill them up a little bit, bring them joy. Maybe that's cards or puzzle or sitting outside on a, on a deck having tea. I don't know, yeah, reading together, reading to them if that's something they enjoy. Watching a movie, what engaging, whatever it is, do something together. Do things together. I think that's a. I think that's a good point. So I'm going to put Terry's takes seven point zero to bed. Okay. All right. That wasn't so hard. Now wasn't. No, I'm sweating. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, no, right. it wasn't so hard. All right. So say goodbye, Terry. Goodbye, folks. Okay, great. Thanks for listening in, folks. We certainly hope you got a few nuggets out of today's conversation. Notes and resources for this episode are available at abattlewithin.com backslash 080. Connect with us at abattlewithin.com and on Facebook and Instagram at abattlewithin. If you would like to be featured on the podcast or know someone that you think should be, please reach out to us in the same places I mentioned a second ago. You can also leave a voice message on our recorder on the homepage of the website if that's your preference. Got any ideas for episode topics? Reach out with those ideas as well. If you like what you're hearing and want to support the program, the best way to do that is to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, even if you don't use it to listen as your platform. It helps us to get into more ears. Links to do so are in the episode notes. Be sure to check out our Battle Within swag shop on the website at battlewithin.com backslash swag. Until next time, for those healing, show yourself some grace. For those who know someone healing, show them the same and give them a great deal of love. Keep battling, folks. Bye-bye.